Even was, if. If my mom was blowing a, a guy in prison and helping him out, <laughs> helping him escape, and then the cops come around, you say, this is an outrage. From the smallest room in New York City. Give him some tools. Be this fucking cool about it. Comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Fatal stabbing in the Bronx. 20-year-old stabbed one time in his left side around 3 p.m. He was found unconscious on the sidewalk outside Hand Jobs Inc., where he worked part-time. I guess they weren't hiring at the Jackin' Guys Off Diner. Hand Jobs is a car wash on Bronxwood Avenue. It's apparently a, a truly full-service car wash. A spray wax finish isn't the only happy ending. You'll get it hand jobs. We will buff your fender like we're trying to make it come. When a guy works at a place called Hand Jobs Inc., he's probably tried a few other places first. Yeah, I applied all over town. You know, I, I interviewed at Finger in the Butt Dry Cleaners. I uh, submitted a resume to the Don't Touch Me There Daycare. And the victim uh, later died at uh, Lick My Balls Hospital. <laughs> No arrests have been made. You know, there's a lot of things you could name your car wash, but this kid had to cash his paycheck just like anyone else. You know, sniggering bank tellers are just a part of life sometimes, I guess. Uh, joining me now is uh, Chris Lager. Hey, Pat. Hey, Chris. Hey, what, what about this? I, well, I guess it's... If you just get stabbed in front of A1 car wash, uh, that doesn't make the post, right? <laughs> So guess how you, how do you want to look at it? Do you want to look at hey I got you know I got stabbed to death but at least I got into the post. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's something. Yeah, and they, uh, and they 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 it's a part time job. He might have worked there one day a week or something. But you know what? That's 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 in the that's that's in the story. Because I, I doubt the car wash had anything to do. Have you ever seen a fight break out at a car wash? I think everybody's pretty happy there. <laughs> it's you know, a mellow place. Yeah. So I, I think it, it was completely unrelated, but hand job, car wash. He was right in front of it. It's great publicity. I mean, I, mean, I kind of want to go there. <laughs> don't you? Absolutely. Everybody come on down to hand job, car wash. <laughs> You'll be happy you did. An asshole cop got what was coming to him. Uh, the officer was writing a ticket for parking in a no-standing zone at LaGuardia. 24-year-old Eric Sanchez was behind the wheel, and he allegedly put the car in drive turned the wheel toward the officer, and drove into the cop, injuring his leg. Sanchez was stopped by other officers as he drove off. It's reported that those officers noted, uh, noticed a six-year-old in the backseat with no seatbelt or child restraint device and arrested Sanchez. That all sounds kind of like bullshit to me. Why do they need to arrest him for the six-year-old if he already ran into a cop? Well, he's a, he's a cop? No, he was, no, no he, he, he had he just, just stopped, he, uh, you know, like he was in a no-standing zone. Yeah. The cop comes up and goes, oh, I, and probably immediately I'm going to write you a ticket because the guy, you know, stopped for a second. Yeah. And uh, and the guy's like, oh, come on. Oh, well, he was going to hit one of the ticket cops. He's a traffic enforcer. You can run them over. <laughs> the white hat guys, <laughs> yeah. these little these, these these little men from, I don't know, like, I, I don't, like Sri Lanka or something. Uh -huh. I don't know where they find the tiniest <laughs> people to give out tickets. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna get. You probably didn't even see him. Yeah, he's, they're like four foot tall. These 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 ticket people. Yeah, I think it's the you're supposed to feel bad for. You almost don't want to yell at them because they just look so like 
they're, 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 they have these uniforms that are just uh, hanging off them. Uh, like, and, uh, and they, they just, uh, whatever they saw, wherever they're from, they don't care. Because uh, pe- people hate them. Yeah. So, yeah, the six-year-old, un, you know, unbuckled in the back. Yeah, that, the yeah they, they claim they see that, you know, and, the, and, that they, uh, and that they pull them over, which, I mean, I just, t- tough to believe for me. Really, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what to make of it, but I think I think your read is is pretty good. You know, what I mean, like if the guy was that small, it's an SUV the guy's driving. You know, <laughs> yeah, so you can't really always get get full visibility in that. Uh, but uh, the guy's locked up apparently, or they got arrested. Twenty four year old Eric Sanchez. I mean, I kind of wish him the best. Is it? I know it's irritating to have a ticket written. Uh, you know, I can't feel bad for somebody that writes tickets. No, 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 no! I feel bad for the guy who got the ticket written. Yeah, yeah, not the guy who, not the guy who. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) the ticketed guy. Yeah, the guy writing tickets. Never, never, no no sympathy. Uh, They, uh, they have a dangerous job that is worthless. Occasionally, a cop does do something illegal. An NYPD officer is accused of robbing a dead man by stealing his credit card number. And uh, the last name is Pierre. The first name is Yamacula. Yeah. I think uh, when buying uh, a ring online, like it was a diamond ring bought online. So they, yes. And uh, it's... She spent... Uh, let me see here. She ordered from Zales yeah. a $3,200 ring, $3,282.58 to be exact. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a pretty healthy... Uh, and probably having it delivered to some place that normally doesn't have that delivered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's an unusual. She had it sent to uh, a home uh, where it was listed. Uh, it, 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 it was an address that was familiar to to them, and and you know, to yeah. she had used it on some paperwork in the past. It was her boyfriend. Yeah, and her and boyfriend's he, her emergency contact. The, the cops supposed to really know how to get away with a crime. Oh yeah, this was the worst. Well, the way it happened, she uh, it, uh, she was called on a wellness check when sixty five year old man, uh, he was sixty five year old Ken Sandon, he didn't show up for work, so uh, he lives over on Fourteenth Street. So uh, she went over to do what they call a wellness check, which mm. sometimes is used to get around uh, like the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> you want to get into oh like, right oh we they need might to do sick. a wellness check. We smelled something interesting. Uh, you know, like, uh, this is what I've read. I mean, it's never happened to me, but then they do. Oh, we heard a woman screaming is another one, I think. Uh, but in this case, I think it's just code for see if he dead. Right. And, uh, and indeed he was dead and she used his Samsung galaxy phone to contact his niece and she vouchered some of his property, including his MasterCard. Can you imagine the police finding, you know, your older relative dead? And vouchering his credit card, which vouchering just like we we better take this. Well, they just yeah, they take some stuff. But why would they take that? I don't know. What good I mean, is, what, what good reason? is it? What good is it for anybody? Oh, okay. So you're you know, the, the I, I mean, I don't. Keepers, I don't. So. Yeah, I don't. I, I actually don't even feel like she did anything wrong, except that it sounds like she tried to buy herself an engagement ring, and that's probably why her boyfriend. It's like I'm having a, a diamond ring sent to your house. He probably tipped them off. He probably called Zales. <laughs> Said, yeah, uh, yeah, that's not supposed to come here at all. Uh. <laughs> that's a stolen. He's a. Uh, he knows what's coming after that. Yeah, now all of a sudden he doesn't have an excuse not to marry this that's, broad. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, 
you know, and 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 that's uh, it, it's a good thing that there's honest citizens like that boyfriend, you know, who just flat don't want to get married <laughs> to a to a thieving cop. She is a three-year cop. Uh, her name is Yamacula. It's the only name that I know of that rhymes with Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that it's it's Y M M. A, dub, a double M. It's but it goes Y into M M. So I mean, are you even sure on that? That pronunciation is. I couldn't think of the pronunciation. You sound pretty close. It's it's uh, it's it's Y M M Acula. So it could be Yamacula. It could be Y M Acula. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting. It is an interesting name. It seems. Uh, I, I I didn't have time to check the meaning of it. And last uh, name is Pierre. Pierre. So the fact that Yamacula is probably French. It must be. Uh, now, uh, the, uh, she did the wellness check. Uh, they found him dead. She also stole his phone, by the way. Samsung Galaxy phone is missing. That's what was that was noted. Uh, and, and you say, uh, finders keepers. That, I was thinking about that phrase. Well, actually, yeah. I said that you say it. Uh, it. It makes so little sense. Finder, uh, find, when you think about just the words themselves, finders keepers. It's an English adage. Uh, with the premise that when something is unowned or abandoned, whoever finds it may claim it. And the idiom relates to an ancient Roman law of similar meaning. And then the children's rhyme, finders, keepers, they added the losers, weepers. That's not really part of the old, uh, this, the losers don't have to weep. It's just, uh, it's just. Well, he's not weeping. No, he's not. He's dead. <laughs> So the phone, yeah, the phone's fine. You should get to keep the phone. If you do a wellness check as a I don't know if that there's a law for this, but I'd be for it. Like a bonus if you find a dead body? If you find a dead body, you get to keep the phone. You get one. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's out of line. Just the phone. That's not a sentimental thing that the, the fa we really want his phone. The fast what the family's gonna be like. You know what? We really want is Samsung I think, Galaxy. I think you're right. I think they ought to have the opportunity to clear it first, though. You know, so that so I don't think you get all his contacts. I don't think. Oh, you she get all what? You think she didn't clear out the phone? She's a police officer. Well, I you well, know she was. She's suspended. But. Well, she's suspended for thirty days with no pay. So I guess they take this kind of shit serious. But I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but she was released on her own recognizance. She's not like locked up. She also. Uh, she, and I mean, she she also got into his email. She got into his email uh, at her at her boyfriend's. So maybe I, I don't I don't think that she would necessarily clear the contacts. Maybe like well, there might be somebody in here that uh, that I want to know or some secret numbers or some shit. You she know, people sounds, put things on their phone. Yeah, she sounds kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> just, immaculate. Just really? doing just doing that at her boyfriend's. Going what thinking? Okay, I just won't do it at my house. I'll do it at my boyfriend's house whose address they have two Actually, days later the card was used two days after she found the body she was buying a diamond ring from Zales I mean you could sell that information and get some dough I don't know how much money you get for a credit card but you get you, you could there's other ways to make money off it buying a Zales diamond ring she's kind of which you can't do anything with. You ever try to sell a diamond ring back? I, I've bought a couple of engagement rings in my life. Mm. Nobody wants those fucking <laughs> things. They are worthless. Diamonds are so worthless unless you own a jewelry store mm -hmm. and you have a woman in there that wants to buy it. They, 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 
that diamond ring costs like thirty two hundred dollars. I bet it, you could it probably three hundred bucks you get on the street for. It. How is that? It's so true though. Be better off buying a friggin' Xbox and a bunch of games and shit. And nobody wants to tell you if you go to have it appraised, like what's it worth? They're like, yeah. well, we could, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a weird business. Uh, there's real no value to them, no intrinsic value, right? Unless you need to like, uh, I don't know. Like cut some glass or so. What is that you're looking at? It's my watch. Jesus, Laker. What is that? It's that's like a Dick Tracy piece. Well, it's just like a, it's just a watch. It's it's a Android watch that tells me my text message. <laughs> my brother's. It's happening. Texting. The future is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I'm envious. Uh, convicted killer David Sweat and other convicted killer Richard Matt. Two murderers on the loose. Chased into the woods, possibly long gone, possibly outside your door right this minute. They could be under your bed. That's what Cuomo said. Cuomo said they could be under your bed. He said they could be in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> he really has no idea. My, my mattress is on the floor. He's a... Uh, that's, well, that's good for you. Yeah. In, in this situation, that works. Uh, these, these, these guys uh, trailed by dogs... You know, like some kind of cool hand Luke shit. Unbelievable. We still have cops with bloodhounds. But uh, giving them the scent, you know what I mean? That seems so primitive. Hey, you got that scent, old dude? Get that. You go get him now. You know? <laughs> yeah, we have a move forward in tracking scent beyond the dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, we. how much more advanced could you get? You just got the dog. Yeah, it just I, it just seems like to be like uh, like it's like DNA and all that stuff. They, they don't like have like a, a crime scene and bringing a dog to like start sniffing everything and then like you know point to a guy. Yeah, it should be like a drone or something. A dr- exactly. That's now you're yeah. talking. No, it's a dog. Okay, so <laughs> he's, on the the he's on the trail. He's on the trail. He got he got something. He I, got a smell. They they said that like two days ago. He had like they they got some they got some or a day ago. They and, did and uh, they still did. nothing. They did. They had him. Uh, it's uh, they were talking to these uh, dog guys on uh, a clip that I saw online. CNN. There's so much information about this about this jailbreak, mm. this prison break, this maximum security prison break from upstate. Uh, usually they're given an article of clothing. The guy says, this is what, what the dog, you know, guys, uh, he says something that, that, that they've touched or worn. Uh, they're given something that would carry the scent of the suspect that they're going after. Now, in this case, the dogs uh, were allowed to sniff the inside of prison seamstress Tilly Mitchell's mouth <laughs> to get the scent, you know, of Matt's dick and balls. Because she has been involved uh, with uh, with this fellow, uh, she's been uh, investigated for having a relationship with Matt before. Now her phone was used to call an associate of Matt's, and uh, it, it it's it well, her family has been standing behind her. You know, they're, they're, in fact, aggressively so. Uh, her son Toby said, "There's no way that she would have an affair on my dad." Uh, her daughter-in-law. And this is his wife, I guess. Mm. Still outraged that anyone... Here's what she says. It's appalling to me. I'm totally disgusted that anyone... She's totally disgusted that anyone would think she would knowingly help. As to those cell phone calls, she said, Matt was interested in art. That's convicted uh, killer uh, Richard Matt, who... uh, He's just a work friend. He killed a 76-year-old guy and sawed him up and threw him into the river. 
It was, but uh, his former boss. Matt was interested in, yes. <laughs> he was, I mean, granted. You, you got that. Granted, you know, I'm not saying he didn't have a reason, but he's, it's still it's still a crime. He says, uh, and, and a gruesome one too, a grisly one. And he's, and he's you know, uh, they, and, they, and they got him. And in fact, the DA, and, and, I, and I was talking to, uh, you know, in, in the last show about this. He he said if there was ever a case that he thought of all the cases, tried like 250 cases, you know, or something like that, murder cases, mm. this is the one that, that he would choose for the death penalty, you know, if he could. Number one, this is the this guy is terrible, but he's interested that, in art. That's <laughs> the worst. The guy killed his boss. Well, he killed a 76 year old guy. He, that was his boss. That's the worst murder that's happened. He kept him in his trunk for uh, like uh, 27 hours or something yeah. like that. And uh, and it was cold, <laughs> I guess. And the guy didn't have any shoes. I'm saying I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. I'm saying that can't be the w- I mean, these people that beat their children to death aren't worse than than this dude. Well, maybe uh, it's. I guess it's all it's depending on whether you like children or not. You know, maybe. But the but the prosecutor was in, he was upstate, and so like I don't know if he gets quite the variety of crime that. Uh, he put him. Yeah. yeah, but uh, he, at any rate, that's what he said. And again, maybe it's just you know some rhetoric for the judge. But but I I think it's funny that, that this daughter in law is is still buying this guy's but you know Matt was interested in art, I believe she was persuaded to contact people for him who knew about an art piece or a work of art. Well, I don't if you if you've, if you've been to a town that that the prison is the big employer. Usually everybody in that town is really smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> that's why they right. stay there, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. that's why they never leave the small town. That uh, that really has the main job to do is work at a prison, mm-hmm. and so uh, they're hard to fool. So was, I would think that she knows what she's talking about. There was a guy who had an art piece or something, a work of art. I don't know. He's interested in it. Uh, well, the convicted murderer uh, actually was was probably not that interested in art. Uh, the, the fact, the latest development is Tilly Mitchell. This is Tilly Mitchell who who cheated on her first husband by getting laid on the railroad tracks outside of the slipper factory with current husband Lyle Mitchell. Tilly Mitchell reportedly confessed to smuggling power tools into the maximum security facility to help the two convicts escape. She has confessed. She knowingly helped. I, I just love, uh, for some reason... Uh, she can't hear me talk. I'm pretty sure that that her daughter doesn't know who, who I am. And she's, hey, if you know this girl, tell her that I'm laughing at the fact that she was so appalled. You know, it's the when people have that kind of a blind spot and they just go, "There's no way." Right. I, just, I think it's an outrage. I understand. You know, you gotta stand by your family and all that, but just fucking do it quiet. You know. No, you gotta come out and say that. I would do that for my mom. And my mom. Even was, if. if my mom was blowing a, a guy in prison and helping him out, <laughs> helping him escape, and then the cops come around, you say, "This is an outrage." Even though my, even when my mom came up to me and said, "Listen, I kind of blew this dude at the prison. I gave him some tools. This Be is... fucking cool about it." <laughs> mother-in-law, yes. by the way. Oh, mother-in-law. Even even easier. Mother-in-law. That's no problem at all. I don't feel. I don't give a shit. She mother-in-law cheated on father-in-law. Not my problem. Well, yeah. So like, yeah, she probably did it. Yeah. I just look. She's, and you know what kind of gal she is. She was banging you outside the slipper factory. Yeah. <laughs> it's on record. Yeah. Well, it's she's sources say a prison employee provided Matt 
and sweat with hacksaw blades, drill bits, and eyeglasses with lights affixed to them. Um, more or less like a bust out of jail kit. Oh, it's uh, that's uh, well, they, they they're made out it. there, you know. And, and here's the thing: I, the trail's getting colder too. You know, I mean, every every day that goes by, he's like, are we, you know, these guys, if they made it this far, why wouldn't they be able to? I mean, you know, they, they got they the hard part's over. The problem with uh, this is that movies have made me want these guys to get to get away. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like they're bad dudes. They should be caught. They, they should absolutely be caught and put back in jail. Definitely. Part of me wants to see them make make it. They won't. I doubt they will. I feel like you just you just like you know you're never going to get out. It's a fun project to get out, mm-hmm. and then you get out and you have any time out there. It's it's a bonus. Yeah, they can't do anything to them. Like other you think you can expect in. they just get out of the fucking manhole and then just run around in a circle for a while, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they their getaway car, which Mitchell was supposed to drive, Tilly. You know, she's she chickened out at the last minute, so she she uh, fucked those guys over as well. She's like a woman without a country now. Well, those guys, they can't, like, hang out with her right now. They, if, they're, if they're smart enough to pull this off, she, know She'd be can... dead by now, you know, if she'd have gone with them, surely. Hmm. I would Loose think. End. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, man. You know, That's what I would do. Cannot be counted on. You've got to silence her forever. Uh, well, uh, I mean, when they get caught or shot or whatever happens, and, uh, yeah, you know, We'll uh, try to think of something funny <laughs> to say about it. <laughs> FBI agents arrested a man suspected of trading child pornography. 22-year-old Bradley Morrow was apprehended while stashing a hard drive naked in his parents' bedroom closet. And they make that sound shady somehow. You know? Who hasn't stashed a hard drive naked in your parents' bedroom closet? That's uh, Yeah. You got you to keep your hard drives around. You know, you put keep a keep a spare one in another room. <laughs> keep it private someplace. He was he was so he was in the middle of jacking to child pornography. The cops come in. He's naked. He gets fully naked. He, yeah, yeah. He's fully naked. He's, he's yeah, he, yeah. That's creepier. The fact that he gets fully naked to <laughs> masturbate. That's weird. Uh, that, that's a guy who has a lot of. Uh, he's the time to masturbate is you know stretching out before him there. I think that I think it has to do with time. Twenty two. It's almost weird that a twenty two year old child. It's like you weren't even. It's not that long ago that you were technically a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. You think uh, you get to be our age? You're like sure. But you really want. <laughs> ch- I. Uh, well, listen. I I am. Uh, I've come out a number of times uh, against child pornography. I think it's wrong. Oh, I, I would uh, have to agree. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this guy, I mean, and I'm against it. I'm, I'm not only do I think it's wrong for me personally, but I, I, I agree that you shouldn't be able to do that. I think that's a good. No, law. You, no. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And not, it's not hot at all. No. Yeah, that, but it's. Oh, I've never seen any. But it's. I'm uh, pretty sure I wouldn't get hard. Yeah. No. 
and and I, but you know i mean like there's cops who who you know like that guy up in westchester he was and he looked at a bunch of por- child pornography as he was doing uh, research you know or whatever he's investigating he had somebody has to watch all that shit so they can count the number of instances that this happens and say, well, i don't know like they, i guess they just have to look at it just to for whatever re- they can't just go like oh there's a big stack of child porn and a lot of it gotta log it so he's logging all that and, and i guess at some point just like uh you know, it's, it's, it's start, I guess once the the novelty or whatever the reverse, what, horrified novelty, whatever that is, mm. I don't know if the guy is inclined to it. You I don't mean, know if you're born a child pedophile. You, well, you're or, saying or, he watched, if you watch enough? I'm saying that, that that's what happened to that cop. Unless, I don't think that he was, of course, maybe he took that, that assignment because he was into it. Yeah. I'll, you're like, I'll watch hey, it. hey, you know what? I'll take care of these. <laughs> And he's, oh my God, you don't understand. It just turned me into a pedophile. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's probably more likely. Yeah. And then he's like, well, can I just keep these? Because that's already made and somebody else got arrested for them. And I just jacked to these. I'll just look, look, and, and then no harm done, right? Because they're out of the, they're out of circulation. You know, I mean, I, this is enough to last me a while. I don't need to trade for anything else. They always have so many images too. They always have like, like 32,000 images or something. They seem to be going down in number, and a lot of these busts, you know, it's like the, he had 14 images because it's like maybe they're catching them sooner, you know, because the, the FBI is watching you through your, you know, computer and stuff. Yeah, they they catch everybody. It's got to be hard to even do anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. How, it's hard to break the law in general, like any like big law, because oh. they catch everybody now. Yeah, it feels like there's not there's no real hitmen. I feel like every story is about like an FBI a FBI agent that was making believe he's a hitman. Yeah, you know people try to hit, hire hitmen off like the internet, and so always like some sting. Well, there's a dark net that like you can get on, and you you know like you hire people with bitcoins and shit, and you can get somebody killed. I think it's it's still it's that's still, what they say. It must still be out there, you know, because like people die, people get killed. Mm. And uh, I mean, like, I don't know how many people get assassinated or whatever. I don't know what I, you know, honestly, like, but I think you can hire somebody in the street to kill somebody for like 150 bucks. $150. I think so. If you find somebody who needs if I knew some it was cocaine actually, or something. Or, <laughs> I just like you, like, there's people who know about shit like this. And one of them's going to be coming in for an interview today. That's Jim Polk. I bet you Jim Polk knows somebody who will kill somebody for a couple of hundred bucks. He won't tell you about it, though. Hell no. He won't tell you who it is. He won't. He, he'll talk around <laughs> it. Be like, I might know people. I might have known. He'll have some Attorneys. legal fucking thing to say about it. Yeah. The less I know but about yeah, that. Yeah, he could get somebody killed. But he, yeah, I, I, you know, and and I wonder about defending a child pornographer too. I wonder what that would be, like, because I know he would. Clearly, it's like you're sworn uh, to. You he take would love to take that money. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that child pornographer money. That's big money. Yeah. Because you really don't want to go to jail for that. Yeah. Or any, you know, obviously you want to be, uh, you don't want to go there for anything. But they can never, they're so recidivist on it, you know, like all the, there was that one cop, he, he like, he was on parole for already doing it or whatever, or probation. And, and then like he's, they, he's fucking, I remember this guy's a sergeant in the NYPD. He's, he's directing like a, a woman to like finger her baby or some shit. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 truly uh, startling. They the, have a lot of drive. The, 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 <laughs> if all those guys were were like able to like organize, they could probably get a lot of shit done because they 
they they are very like nothing stands in their way yeah they keep uh yeah yeah they they're they're determined yeah i think i honestly you would want to hire these guys at a company I mean, they they would get stuff done in theory yeah i mean if they uh, yeah it's like listen just look i know look i know about the kitty porn right you do what you want on your own time i want you to direct all that kitty sexual energy on turning this screw for the next eight hours I think they could like make deals. You oh know? yeah, I think they're, yeah, they're, devious. They, yeah, it's it's a shame. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a waste it's, of some good talent. It's a waste of talent. It's a waste of talent, as as all sex is. Now, uh, during a security sweep of the residence, a task force officer observed Morrow nude, standing halfway inside a closet in his parents' bedroom, holding an item of clothing over his private area. It's a, a non-specified item of clothing. Yeah, it's mo- he's modest. It's, yeah, and uh, it's uh, Danielle uh, Messineo stated. So it was a, oh, it was a female, I guess. Female special agent. That's probably why he was so modest. His parents initially lied to the FBI agent, saying their son was at work. Yeah, he's at work, all right. Uh, they did have a warrant, so they came in. He was asked if he put anything inside the closet, and he was like, "Yeah, there's a hard drive in there." Uh, you know, Morrow confessed that he is interested in teens and uh, had traded kitty porn of much younger children, quote, to get what he wanted. He traded kitty porn to get what he wanted, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't kitty porn. Maybe he's trading kitty he, porn for something else. He's not into the kitty porn. He's into the teen porn. Yeah. Give me the teen porn. I'm interested in teens. Yeah, but I can get a lot of teen porn for this kitty porn. He doesn't want the 18, the 18, 19. He wants some of that. 15, 16. Yeah. Which is still, those those are children. Oh, it's their kids. And they, they should not be photographed in a sexual way. They shouldn't be photographed in any way. It's an awkward age. Although less awkward than it once was, kids really—they don't look at they. Fifteen-year-olds now. Uh, well, I should. I, well, let's say sixteen-year-old Lindsay Lohan was photographed in a sexual way. I would think she was sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, Brooke and, Shields, you know, was a, it, she was a, even a, yeah. That was yeah. ridiculous. Well, the complaint alleges Morrow says he planted spy cam and hidden cams and uh, hides cameras in bathroom ceilings. Uh, quote set it to record, walk away, come back later and get it, see what's on it. Well, yeah, that's the way that works, I guess. If you, if you want to see what's going on in the bathroom, and you, you uh, just watch it later. It's It's got to be a boring watch for the most part. Yeah. You know, somebody comes in, you're like, oh boy, I hope it's a number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hope something weird happens. I, uh, I just can't see getting into the bathroom uh part. i mean you, you see it all the time i mean if you look at the computer and i, I don't know how much what percentage of, of shit that is alleged to be uh like a like a hidden camera do you think uh, of the porn you've come across this is chris laker uh, yeah host of this week in jackin so he is a, somewhat of an expert on on that i would think what do you, th- you i look think at it's it? like none it's almost all said i it's very I hard know. to find i i I'm very skeptical of any uh, hidden camera because even when sometimes you feel like, oh, this might be real, and then the angle changes, like, ah, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, they always they always do something to kind of tip. I think it's almost on purpose to let you kind of, so you don't feel too weird about it. To be like, okay, this is all fantasy. It's Isn't not. that too bad that it's supposed? Yeah, it's supposed to make you not feel weird about it. Yet it kind of ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that it's. I think that some of it's real. I saw something the other day. Uh, I just like, came across it. I don't know what happened. Somebody was on my computer or something. I came in and they, they had left it on this. But uh, it was a woman who was. I don't know. She's middle aged, probably not thin, laying on her stomach, uh, dry humping, fully clothed, wearing like a skirt and some pantyhose, and she was just dry humping a couch. Mm. And. Uh, I, I, I just I can't imagine that anybody would have the imagination to go, hey, look what I saw. You know, I think that was real. It wasn't particularly arousing, but I think it was real. Just send me the link. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll be the judge. They also, uh, he, he's recorded webcam videos of teen boys engaged in sexually explicit conduct. Do you know how to record if you're like if you're on like FaceTime or something like that? How do you do no, that? No, I don't know how to okay. do that. Me neither. A defense lawyer, Glenn Obadon, did not respond to a request for comment. Now, Morrow's Facebook page. That's the beautiful thing about social media now is that like when somebody gets arrested, the, the obviously the news sources they go to their social media shit, which they should take down immediately, uh, and just because it's like there's always something funny on there. He lists his favorite quote. It's not attributed to anyone. Uh, but this is on, on the child pornographer, alleged child pornographer, uh, his uh, Facebook page. Uh, I do not conform to society, for I believe in individuality. And without individuality, the very thing that adds zest to human life, other than child porn, of course, uh, we are all human beings strung together by a common thing, survival. That's what he says. So without, without individuality, we're all human beings strung together by a common thing, survival. In my opinion, the hell with society and its standards. Well, I think it was really the one standard probably that was getting there. <laughs> that's yeah, a huge that's, rationalization, isn't it? Yeah. I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does this quote apply to his arrest? I... Yeah, it's like because that applies to a lot of different things, and then, and then, you know, yeah, enough of society and their standards saying, you know, uh, this one's what, too young. You gotta, you know, you gotta live a certain way, uh, have a certain amount of money, have sex with people of a certain age. Yeah. Hey, hey, what was that last one? <laughs> you know, you know, we all want to come on. You know, uh, I mean, it is. When you, it, I'm not, I'm not pro pedophilia or anything like that, but the the line is drawn by this. Oh, hold on, yeah. this is a uh, probably uh, Jim Polk. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hey, bro. Hey. I just realized I'm ridiculously early. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I'll be right down. Hold on. You want to go? You want to get a slice? I'm starving. All right. Uh, what? Yeah. Hold on one sec. I'll be right there. Jim Polk of Mazzy and Polk. He's here to record. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not pro pedophilia. But when you think about it, the line like is drawn sen- at I like 17. Any, I like any sentence that starts with that. I'm not. <laughs> the line is drawn at 17 years old in the state of New York. Some ages, it is, some uh, states it's younger. I don't know what states are which. I don't need to know. I only, you know, worry this, about the state of New York, 17. I think that's a lot of places. Yeah. And I think Florida might be 16 or something like that. Yeah, they, there's, they, there's been all kinds of different ages, and I think that they've, I think they've kind of like, it's more uniform now than it once was. Uh, it was it was 15 for a time down in, uh, what do you call it, uh, Louisiana, I think. Right. Uh, and, and, and uh, oh, you know, like there's one in Mexico, Topeka, 
there's it's it's puberty. Of course, it's Mexico. Yeah, well, that's Mexico. We're not relying on Mexicans to tell us, you know, these things. Well, not those ones. Yeah, and we're and, and here's the other thing. We we're yeah exactly. We're bound by the American uh, rule anyway. Everybody has to be 18 for us. It's well, they say puberty because well, I think pedophilia, like true pedophilia, is like prepubescent. Yeah, I would agree. And the rest of it's just underage uh, statutory shit or outright rape. But I think also that if you're talking pornography, 17 state of, is the age of consent in the state of New York for sex. I don't think you can photograph them. Oh, okay. You, I, I would I would say absolutely you can't. You can't even show them pornography. You can't show a 17-year-old pornography. You can have sex with them. You can't give them beer or show them pornography, which makes it difficult to have sex with them. Yeah. But <laughs> you 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 can yeah. if you can talk them into it. That is so strange to me. Like you can go ahead and, and put your cock into their mouth, but you can't take a picture of it, and you can't show them a picture of somebody doing that. And say, well, yeah, well, now you took the fun out of it. They, yeah. they, they, they want to discourage it. They're like, <laughs> well, you can do it, but... Why would you bother? You can't take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're going to be totally sober, too. So deal with that. You know, uh, it's it, people... Uh, you pe know, this guy's uh, society's rules, he's sounding... Uh, he's, he's right, I think, a little bit there. That he... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I agree with that, but not in not for pedophilia reasons. Right. I mean, there comes some point where we're all, we're all sort of conformists, I guess. And I, and I you know, and I'll go on record as saying I, I jack to, to mature porn. And, and no sometimes, kidding. sometimes gilf. Oh, good for you. Yeah, so I don't even go anywhere near that stuff. That's what, that's like guy I want to fuck. Guys, no, wanna... <laughs> no, it's a grandmother. Grandmother. Oh, for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah, no, I go in the, the other, people are like, that's gross the other way. Yeah. <laughs> but so you can't as, get mad at it. You so can't, as, it, it is not illegal. There's no max age. So long as somebody's disgusted, that's what really matters. <laughs> yeah. It has to be horrifying. Yeah. Well, uh, how old has, do you go? Oh, man, sometimes... I have I have put in the search term sixty plus. Ooh, there's sixty plus. So yeah. you were hey, hey, this could go. There's I find something. Uh, it it kind of opens up a whole new world when you're walking around the streets too. You like see some of these old ladies. You're like, I wonder if I can. I wonder if I could like I, hook up with her. I know how she spends her spare time. Could, uh, teaching a younger woman how to <laughs> suck a cock. <laughs> Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that's the best stuff. The, the oh yeah, the yeah. teaching scenes. The teach, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, it's a genre I've only dipped a toe in. But when I see that wrinkly, off. flabby flesh, that's like you know, like I'm not even a tit guy, but like I, those man, oh, that's tough. That's really tough. And I mean, the the spirits there, you know, I see it. They're yeah. uh, they it, and good for them. And like you said, it's if there's a market, it's taken off. But uh, I can't do it. It's something about it. So I, I can go older. I can go, I mean, not even, not, not older than me, but older by women's, so, you know, like in their 30s. <laughs> you, go, you go 33. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Ish, you know. But yeah, I can, I can, you know, women when they get middle age. Here's what I like. The ones where you have a guy who's uh, like, the. You know, he, his like mother comes in and catches him, you know, and she's like, what are you doing? What do you, what the fuck have you, stop it, stop jerking off. Well, you know, the problem <laughs> with the, the problem with those, it's never their real mother. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you can always tell. Yeah. It's not that, because the, the chemistry that would be there if it was. Well, you know, you, any uh, website, a lot of websites that have like the genres listed, 
they will have incest as a genre, mm. and then in parentheses next to it, it will always it will say simulated. Yeah. They still want to go on right because I guess it might be illegal. Well, Maybe yeah. it's illegal to film incest. Well, I suppose since incest itself is illegal, is it, it illegal? Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, I believe that it is illegal. I like, believe it's if like a twenty-five-year-old brother and his twenty-eight-year-old sister had sex, mm-hmm. that would be illegal. I believe, yeah, because it's uh, it's it's considered to be an unnatural act, mm. and and it's like a prohibited because it's because it, if you don't make things like that against the law, people will do it. And and you can't have that shit happening all the time. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be the rare occasion. I've never I never looked up that long because I don't have a sister, you know. So yeah. I never had to worry about it. <laughs> right. First, I don't even have a, a, a. I don't even have any cousins. Jesus. But I think first cousin. All my cousins are boys. So uh, you can. But I think a first cousin you can have sex with. You okay. can, I think, have sex with any cousin. I think. You, yeah. I think. I think you're in the clear. Yeah. Uh, a second cousin you can marry. And it's happened a lot. It's not some even unusual. You, some states you can marry a first cousin. I mean, uh, there's not a lot, but there's a few. But but again, you know, you don't have any that are uh, that are that are right for you. No, no, no. That's too bad. Because I think <laughs> that would be a good look for you. You know. Oh yeah, sure. I would. Laker and his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> cousin. Uh, well. Yeah, we really went down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, I'm sure that all gets edited out. (laughs) (laughs) A man who kidnapped and tortured his his ex-girlfriend along with her two-year-old daughter was sentenced to 60 years in prison. 36-year-old Johannes Anglin. Uh, He will have to also register as a sex offender after holding the terrified mother and daughter captive for five months bound them with duct tape uh, and keeping them in a dingy one-room apartment rented by his mother, God bless her, uh, Shank Avenue in East New York. Uh, God, mm. Shank Avenue? Yeah. What are they? Come on. (laughs) Someone rename that. Shank. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, It's, uh, yeah, it's, well, hey, you know what? East New York. What are you? Keeping it real. Yeah. At the sentencing, the judge recalled the victim's gut-wrenching testimony, saying it was something jurors and, and court staff will not ever forget. She was a beautiful child, and I do hope and pray that child will recover without any memory of these horrendous acts the defendant committed. Uh, he also added he wished he could confine the defendant under the same conditions that he held the mom and baby. It says with no food, water, or toilet. Yeah, but to be fair, if you don't have any food or water, you don't really need a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so he only deprived her of food and water. But uh, I guess they were hungry, uh, and uh, boy, it happened now. This is it. He got sentenced 60 years, 36 years old. He's done, and mm-hmm. he has a register as a sex offender. That means he's going to have to go around telling people in prison, I guess, like, I'm moving in, and... Uh, <laughs> I'm new in the neighborhood. I'm a sex offender. Yeah, and then when he gets out at 96, he's gotta gonna do the same thing. Yeah, it's like you're once. I think I think it lasts forever. You, I, I don't even 60 years. You feel like you should get uh, life. Just get life. Well, you know, life. I think that is life essentially. But mm-hmm. he, it, it sounds like you can maybe get out even in 30 years, probably if he's good. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you never know. I don't know how these things work because, like, those guys who got locked up for murder, Richard Matt and David Sweat, that Richard Matt, I mean, it was, like, life without parole. Yeah. And they got out. 
Well, I yeah. mean, but but he, uh, they they had him in like a good behavior, you know, uh, bin. So yeah. he was like, the, 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 you know, they cut him some slack. I was reading about Richard Speck, and and like he didn't even want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a the strangler. He killed all those nurses, and they're like, hey, so you know, you got coming up for parole. He's like, yeah, I'm not it's, uh, not interested. I'll yeah, stay here. Yeah, get into the routine. Then when he did try to get out, they're like, nah. Of course, they're not going to let him out. I mean, he killed like nine, eight people. So uh, they, uh, these, you know, mother and daughter were rescued by police. They were held from January 6th, uh, 2012 Mm. to May 29th. So that's going to be like a five-month deal every year, you know what I mean? (laughs) Sort of market with, uh, I don't know, an extended Lent or something. They were uh, rescued by police when a neighbor called 911 after he heard Anglin slap the victim and tell her to shut the fuck up. And for some reason, in East New York, in a dingy apartment, that sounded suspicious. Yeah, I'm surprised they got called. I don't think I would have called. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I used to have neighbors that uh, <laughs> all I heard was yelling. Right. Yes. It must have been, uh, it must have been, some, it, there must have been something in it that sounded unusual, like mm. an unusual kind of a slap. Like a, you know... Muffled against the duct tape on her mouth. Maybe the sound that she was making was, mm, you know, the, which sounds weird. You know, it's not like a regular, like, you fucking asshole. It's, you know, she's she's not griping at him and yelling at him. She's just, mm. hmm. that must have been it. Yeah. Uh, she uh, was made a victim impact statement today, 30-year-old victim, facing her tormentor while stroking her comfort dog, Australian Labradoodle uh, Paz. Oh, that's nice. Short for positive, maybe. It's P-A-Z, though. Australian Labradoodle. Good-looking dog. You if you like that, that sort of thing. You get to take that everywhere with you, too, if it's a comfort dog. Comfort dog? You know, nobody can tell, tell you shit yeah. about your comfort it dog. It really upsets some people, too, that the people have those. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you'd have to be some sort of a real hard-hearted menace of, uh, to society to not, I mean, once she tells you the story. Yeah, but the fact that she would have to tell you that, because that's the thing, you know, comfort dog. Oh, <laughs> what, now we're all going to have comfort dogs? Yeah, well, I was locked in a bed. Oh, sorry. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just an asshole. Right. That oh. listened to too much Adam Carolla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first comfort dog to be allowed in a New York courtroom to assist with a victim impact statement. So they're really being put to good use, I think, these dogs. That's nice. Yeah, you stroke your dog. You know what I think that where they get this idea is that like there's certain things you just go like I don't know what to dog. You want a dog? (laughs) (laughs) No, it helps. There are people that have severe anxiety after traumatic events, and they have these dogs. Now I'm sure there are there are some people that can. I think you can get a doctor to prescribe you a dog. Not that not that hard, and then you just have a dog with you all the time. But I think most people do it because they they're kind of they have some kind of trauma and they have trouble leaving the house and this dog gives them the ability to do that yeah, yeah these are people that should be like uh you know in a, in, a, in a previous world they just would have stayed home yeah and that would have been it for them they'd be shut-ins people go you know she never was the same after that well now she may still never be the same but she'll be outside petting a dog not being the same yeah making everybody uncomfortable right <laughs> like you know what happened to her why does he stay in the house? Yeah. Leave us normal people alone. 
yeah, I I think it's uh it's a, it's a good thing though. It's got to be a good thing. Hey, Chris, what uh, what do you got going on? I always wonder where I can see you live doing comedy here in New York. I know oh, you're around every Wednesday. I'm at the Creek in the Cave. That's right, at 10 p.m. Yeah, so that's the the main thing. And uh, you go to my website, chrislaker.com, and it has uh, there's dates there. Yeah, and also you know go ahead and, and listen to this week in Jackin. Yes, this week in Jackin. Is a, is a great podcast. You can find that on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or um, you can also buy my album on iTunes called Moments of Greatness. Yes. And uh, that's a pretty good album. And if you have Spotify, it's on there as well. I and, don't, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and you know what I did with, with Nate uh, Fritz? And I put his album up on Patreon.com. Uh, for my Patreon listeners, I just bought a copy of it and I just slapped it up there. If I bought a copy of your CD, would it be okay with you if I put it up? on uh, my patreon.com for my you know limited number of people and and you know what i'll tell them hey if you like it go and leave a great review yeah that would be that would be great okay cool well that's what we're gonna do then uh if you want to go listen to to chris laker's album moments of greatness you're gonna have to get on with my patreon and uh it's a pretty simple thing it's just a matter of if you enjoy the show then uh there's a little exchange that happens and it's not very much but it means a lot to us, uh, and uh, and you get some bonuses too. You get some free comedy CDs. You get some free uh, stuff. You get some some uh, stuff that you can't get otherwise. It's 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 all around uh, a good deal for everybody. Uh, and uh, well, you know, I'm not going to go on and on about it. You can check it out if you want to. And uh, oh, and one more thing, heteronormative. Your other podcast, yes, heteronormative, which has been. Uh on hiatus but it's coming back next week i have uh, new episodes so Excellent. there's 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 12 episodes up now i think and more coming and this is where you talk to a homosexual person about being homosexual yes uh, gay lesbian transgender i haven't had a bisexual on yet but they're coming okay looking forward to it well thanks for being here as always Chris. oh thank you yeah and uh i uh, want you to know please if you want to if you want to get an awesome new york city crime report t-shirt very simple patdixnyc.com that's what you got to do. Uh, just go there, and it's a reasonable deal. And I hate all the plugs at the end. Nobody's listening anyway. Uh, go to the f- uh, Facebook page, uh, Pat Dixon, uh, New York City Crime Report, Pat Dixon on Facebook. Listen at crimereport.nyc. Uh, keep leaving a great review. A great review means a lot on iTunes. Doesn't yeah. matter. It re- it's, it's a huge thing on iTunes or on Stitcher. And those of you who've done that, I do appreciate uh, the time you spend listening. Uh, one more time, Chris Lager. Thank you. And- <laughs> And thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. How you like that pussy now? (laughs) That is boring.